Now, he's called the Araquan because of the peculiar song he sings, which sounds something like this. And welcome back to Top Shelf Disney Animation Studios, the library, the show where we listen. To, well, no, we don't listen. We watch movies. We, we you watch. Listen. You listen. You listen to us talk about, <laughs> about what we've watched. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> that is TC. Everybody say hello to TC. Hi, TC. Hello. Hello. Sit down, please. It's too much. It's too kind. I, I really hope everybody all said hello at the same time, like it's some sort of <laughs> Sesame Street show. Uh, that'd be fantastic. <laughs> and I am Jeff, as always, and welcome back to this week's episode. This week, we decided, not decided, we are, because it's a list, we watched the 1940s. <laughs> There's no decision about this. <laughs> we are wait. required to watch these in the order of their release. Wait a minute. We get to decide which movies we watch, right? So I think mm, we should just nope. sit out the next six. Uh, <laughs> nope. Nope. No, no. <laughs> we watched the 1944 film, The Three Caballeros. My three cabrieros, the gay cabrieros. <laughs> um, the movie that I have the most fondest memories of from my childhood. I have very good. I ha- I don't have specific memories about this movie per se, but mm-hmm. once again, my growing up on the Disney Channel, there was an ad that used a bunch of imagery from this from this movie in some 30 second Disney channel ad. Like I remember the train tracks being drawn when the Akuna bird lays down and the train goes every which way, the uh, yep. Donald stretching and, and fighting the bull and the fireworks. I can, I can very vividly remember those moments from some advertisement on Disney. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, <clears throat> so I have, uh, I, I remembered Every single bit of the first half of this movie, <laughs> like every beat, everything, him getting the proje- <laughs> him getting the presence, him opening it up, him finding his finding the projector, op- you know, putting the projector up, taking the film canister out, and then like bending it in the shape that the yes, film is going to yes, like. Yes, yes, yes. So that made me laugh. That made me laugh. <laughs> like all of that. I remember every beat of it. I remember the, the whole flamingo bit, like, uh, and mm-hmm. him mimicking like the, like the weird, like, uh, movement that the flamingos Up, are doing. Down, leg, head, <laughs> neck, <laughs> body. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, like I was just, I, I was, I was giddy. I was smiling so big while watching this. And I don't know why this was the movie I watched all the time as a kid. Yeah, I don't know either. I think someone in our comment section mentioned that Three Caballeros was their favorite as well growing up. Right. I can't remember who mentioned it, but I remember seeing that in the comments and and being kind of surprised, like, really, this one? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's such a weird one, because as we've been discussing, like, we're in that phase of Disney movies that these aren't the movies that people think of when it comes to Disney films. This is no, no, yeah. this is still not a traditional Disney movie. Um, it's very much so in lines with, uh, uh, Saludos Amigos, you know? Yes. Just- yeah. This, this definitely still has that. It's, it's like Saludos Amigos in that it's a tour of South America. However, it's a little more like Fantasia right. in, in the artistry of it. And the, there's, well, I mean, not. I wanted to say there's less uh, use of 
actual human beings, but that's not true because the whole <laughs> second half of this movie is is hardly animated. Uh, but it do, it does feel to me more like Fantasia than Saludos Amigos did. Doesn't it almost feel like the second half of the movie? They were like, "Oh crap, we're out of money. Oh, it, I, we can't." So keep this drawing. is the <laughs> this is the last movie to be released during World War Two. Right. So, so now this after is, this, this, we should be out of the war, which means they should start getting a little more like the normal ones, like the normal Disney yeah, movies. We'll see. To kind be of? determined on that. But uh, <laughs> the and, and it, now, um, what Saludos Amigos and Three Caballeros were were used for was to uh, they received some element of government funding to help relations between South America and the United States. That's why they are propaganda pieces for right. South America, and and not propaganda in a evil way. <laughs> a, just they are advertisements for these southern countries. Uh, I don't know about you, Jeff, but I feel like uh, Saludos Amigos, which we watched last week, that really made me want to travel to those places. Right. And Three Caballeros, though there were definitely elements of this movie I enjoyed, there was never a moment of watching these locations and these places that made me want to go there. Right. And I feel like like when we compare the two, as you said, like <clears throat> Saludos Amigos felt more like a tourist brochure of the location mm-hmm. and being hey you need to here's the cool places you go to this one feel felt more disney-esque because it felt like well here's just some stories that kind of take place in those worlds you know right 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 yeah it had a it had a it had a better narrative reason to go from one to the other that it's donald's birthday that he received all these presents that kind of take him to um not not kind of that take him to brazil <laughs> and mexico and um, oh, where does he go with the first one? The penguin in South America. <laughs> like, yes, there was oh. there was more of a narrative structure in this than there was in Saludos Amigos, which was just now let us take a tour of Rio de Janeiro. <laughs> oh man, the the cold blooded penguin segment. I oh by the way, I need to make a point of it because we said we were going to do this. Another appearance from our friend Sterling Holloway as Professor Holloway. Yes, as the narrator. <laughs> as the narrator. Uh, that, that, but that whole cold-blooded penguin sequence, I, I just, I, I remember loving it as a kid. And I, mm-hmm. I loved it now because I was just like, it's so cute because it feels, it feels, it actually feels more like a Looney Tunes cartoon. Or like a Warner yeah, or, or or a little bit like the Pixar shorts as well. Yep. There's, it's, it's so charming. It's so complete. The idea gets in and out. You're right. It it, def, it feels more like a Looney Tune or, uh, as I'm saying, like a Pixar short, which right. it stands perfectly well on its own. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I could. I that that whole entire that entire short is just awesome. I loved the entire bit of it. I <laughs> sorry. I'm just I'm replaying it in my head right now, and it's making me it's making me giddy. Um, I love it when he when he takes the shower head out and sticks it in the drain to create a speedboat out of the bathtub. I remembered that. Very vividly. Yep. That yep. It, as soon as the the drain popped open, I'm like, oh, I remember this. He's gonna make a speedboat out of the bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> and the beauty of that entire segment is like, like it's so f- it's very fast paced. The whole opening movie is actually, or the whole opening half of the film moves very yes. quickly. There's oh, yeah. little downtime. There's little like breathing space. It's here's a gag, moving on to the next gag, moving on to the next gag. We're not going to waste any time. We're we're doing it, and mm-hmm. it's and the movie was still um it's still an hour and ten minutes. But this hour and ten mo- minute movie compared to what was the other one? Was it Dumbo? Uh, uh yeah, Dumbo. Dumbo, Dumbo was, was that in length, that. Right? Yeah. 
like compared to those like that those movies just seem to go on forever but this hour and 10 minutes for me at least now the second half does slow down a little bit don't don't get me wrong uh first half very fast second half a little slower um Mm -hmm. but it's all the live action uh but uh also i have less memory of the second half because as a child i used to fast forward through songs in movies (laughs) which is literally the second half of the yeah (laughs) i'm sure you're not the only kid who did that Uh, i i I will say it's it's faster and funnier for the first half like literally you could chop this movie in half in that first 30 minutes or so there's never a moment wasted in a joke in a visual gag when you look at the the penguins i love his like goodbye party there's that group of penguins and it just ends with those last two yep. and just how dopey they look and just kind of boom they have those sleepy eyes and just that's visually humorous like they're very they're very good design on those characters and and the flying burrow see yes short as well I can remember that one really well. That short is so awesome. I love every bit of it because it's I love that it it's it's very self-referencing. Like it's it's aware that it's a story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when know, he's like, This is the story of my youth. Oh, hey, little guy, look over there. Yeah. <laughs> and like like and then it was I pushed upon a tree. No, it was a rock. No, 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 it was a tree. No, actually, I think it was a rock. Ah, never mind. And like, it's like, it keeps like popping in and out and his self is just like mad. (laughs) And then he's like, when he's trying to cut the ropes, he's like, and then I took off the ropes and then I took off the ropes and like, they're not actually taking it off. And he's like, use the knife. Use the knife. (laughs) And I love the ending. And then we flew away and I was never seen or heard from again. (laughs) I love it. I love it so much. Like that entire, that those first two sequences, the the, the penguin and the flying, uh, flying burrito, um, flying burrow, flying burrow. (laughs) Someone's hungry. Um, (laughs) it's not, I just ate dinner, but, but like those two sequences are, are just like they hold up so good, so strong. Yes, they are great. yes, yes. So solid. They're wait, very wait, solid. Wait. Even even Donald opening his presence, like we just mentioned him taking the film reel and putting in the projector. That's the the opening of this. This film starts so strong. Yep. And that, and I'm smiling watching it, and I'm really enjoying this. And I I was like mentally already kind of placing it. Like, all right, this is. I'm really enjoying this. I'm really enjoying this. Joe. Karaoke shows up again. Oh yeah, and takes Donald to Bahia. Have you been to Bahia? I've not been to Bahia. Have you been to Bahia? Bahia, Brazil. Let's go to Bahia. Um, and then, and, and I like Joe is a great character. I really do like that character. He's he's got a great design on him. I like the magic in him that he's able to, like a lot of characters who have. Um, cartoon isms where they can pull things out of nowhere or like Bugs Bunny can swirl and turn, turn into a girl like that sort of thing. Right. Joe has that, but he's not goofy about it. Right. I like Joe's magic in that he can suddenly duplicate himself into a quartet of singers, like a barbershop <laughs> quartet and he can talk to himself, but it's not wacky. Right. I don't know. That's, that's, that's very unique to that type of character with that type of ability. It's not completely over the top. It's like a lot of, yeah, like you said, like Bugs Bunny will do that. Actually, even Donald did that in this movie. Um, Donald has more of the goofy kind of over the top strain. Like, yeah, more than, oh, excuse me. Oh, man, I nearly died. Uh, more <laughs> oh, God, than, no. <laughs> oh, God. Brain, heart just stopped. No, lungs stopped. Um, 
Uh, I lost my train of thought. Doesn't matter. Yes, anyway. da- Donald is <laughs> Donald does, does have the more wacky, the cartoon abilities. But I, right. that, when Joe, Joe appears, I like Joe. That he, I'm glad he, they brought him back for a second go, and <laughs> I like the sequence in Bahia. Uh, to see the lustful Donald Duck. My goodness. I, I was just going to say, I I was so... It was... it was. I cannot believe how, like... I was trying to think of, like, the, the proper... A womanizer, I guess, would be the best way to say it. Or just very, I guess, lustful. I guess you are right. Just, like, how lustful mm-hmm. he was. Every, literally every <laughs> female that came on frame, he went after them. <laughs> A lady! um so and i want to i want to i want to real quick i want to take a side because we've been talking about donald here i want to i want to talk about one thing so we have Mm -hmm. previously mentioned that a and this is during fantasia that a full-length film with uh, with donald in it would not be bearable yeah now he is in this movie as the main character um Mm -hmm. i have an answer but i want to know what your answer what your opinion is on this um Mm -hmm. i was complete he was completely tolerable in this film to me like he didn't get annoying and i know we were like like well you know mickey's voice would would you know just really get on you so would donald's voice um or they just you know as they as characters they would kind of get on us but donald did not mm-hmm. bother me that much in this film yeah I, I i i agree he didn't bother me as much and where he is the main character the thrust of all the stories and whatnot come from interactions with donald he's mm-hmm. not driving the 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 plot forward Donald is the audience going along for the ride. So he's very reactionary as a character right. as opposed to uh, um, uh, uh, proactive as a character. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe leads him around. Um, uh, Panchitos Pistoles leads him around. Yes. You get to see um, Pedro the Penguin and the Flying Burrow. Those those characters tend to be the thrust of all the stories, whereas Donald is just there as a viewer immersed in the film. Um, and because so yeah, he didn't, yeah, because he, he, didn't he is me. the because he is the audience, he doesn't talk that much. Mm-hmm. I think that definitely has a lot to do with it. Like why he wasn't he he didn't he wouldn't get on your nerves. Also, I did notice one thing when he does talk, they had or they discovered what his voice was, like how he was going to talk because yeah, I made could, him a, a little more articulate, a yes, little uh, more coherent. I, I could understand him a lot more in this film than I could in Saludos Amigos or that one little short. <laughs> and I, I just I thought that was interesting because I was about halfway through the film and I'm like, oh, you know, like I know we talked about that and I was he was OK in this one. But, yes, that you bring up a very good point that it's because he's <laughs> he's more silent. He doesn't really talk yeah, in this. Well, movie. <laughs> just just more being guided by the story as opposed to pushing the story forward. And uh, 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 this is a propaganda piece like Saludos Amigos mm-hmm. was. But and I said this earlier, it's less forced it feels less like an educational field trip where you go from piece to piece to piece it it has a more organic flow to go from each spot to each spot and Mm -hmm. and it's less forceful immersion into the culture of south america and i like that i liked the introduction to the different styles of music and dance and the flavor of the different places south of the border i like that I, i liked how what's joe represented and when uh, Panchito shows up and is the gun-toting rooster <laughs> from Mexico. Uh, what do you think of Panchito's Pistoles? What What are your feelings on him? So he used to be the one that I liked as a kid. 
uh, between, yeah. uh, you know, from the three of them. And I don't know if it was just because um, he he felt like he felt to me, he felt like a cowboy to me more than more yeah. than like a, you know, like a Mexican gun wielder or, or, you know, any kind of like that. He he felt he felt more or less like like, a, like yeah, like a cowboy. And he was a gun. He was having fun. He was, you know, messing around. And I don't know if that's the reason why. Um, I was attracted to him more or if they kind of they kind of put him once he showed up, they kind of made him like the quote unquote leader of the of the trio. Like yeah. He felt oh, like yeah. The sure, front man, sure. You know, mm-hmm. you know, he, he was surprised. almost the uh, Frank Sinatra and Joe <laughs> is the Dean Martin and Donald is Jerry Lewis. Like, that's what it felt like to me. <laughs> it's interesting to me that Pan- Panchitos doesn't have as much popularity as. Joe. Joe became a very successful character. To this day, he has a fan base mm-hmm. in in Latin America. But Panchitos, he had a, his his own comic for a short time, but it never it never really took off. And I like his design. I like his confidence. He is the leader. I, he's got a great style to him. But for for whatever reason, he never really connected with a, a wider audience. Now, the question that I have is because if you look at him, his character design kind of looks very similar to like Woody Woodpecker. Um, He has like he has he has a a generalness of Woody Woodpecker (laughs) to him. Mm -hmm. Um, I know Woody was a little more crazy. Um, Yeah, I think if anyone was inspired by Woody Woodpecker, it would have to be the Akuna bird. The now, actually, if we can talk about him for a second, that is I, to this day I I quote that. That is one of those random things that pops into my head at the most just the oddest times. I will just be working on something, or I need to run to the kitchen to grab some food, and I'm and just suddenly I'm. I am not gonna lie. I had completely forgotten about that oh, character. That love thing, that character. That was my that what as a child, that was one of my two favorite, absolute favorite moments from this entire video. Wow. He's and, such a great, silly, just complete nonsense. The I fact that he doesn't show up a third time really bothers me oh yes i agree uh <laughs> but like the moment he does show up the moment the narrator was like introducing like oh and now we're going to like um, i i suddenly went oh i remember <laughs> it like it all just came flooding back it was all back in my head again and like i knew the exact length of it of like the song and then when he would do the like that part like i knew that and i was singing it and i was like oh yeah. i want to make that my ringtone to my phone now that I, now that i think about it <laughs> <laughs> oh, wouldn't that be brilliant? Yeah, because it's easy to loop. There's a I found there's a ten hour long YouTube video of it. Oh my god. <laughs> Chuck sheer could you sit through ten hours of that? Talk about like uh, clockwork orange torture. <laughs> you must sit in this chair and stay awake and listen to ten hours of the Akuna bird. <laughs> I, I, I have a feeling I have a feeling that it would be it would be fun at first. And then it would get very grating for a mm-hmm. long time. And then around hour six, you would be singing it again. Yeah. And, you and then you would lose your mind and yep. become the Akuna bird. Yep. And then the next thing you know, I'm breaking all forms of reality. 
<laughs> what happened to Jeff? Well, he became the bird from the three caballeros. <laughs> what? Which one? There's like a bunch of them. <laughs> yeah, good point. Anyways. The, the Akuna. The Akuna <laughs> bird. The Akuna bird. You know, the, the one that sings. Don't make me sing it. That's how he went down. Don't make me do it. <laughs> <laughs> I, now you had said you had said that this movie doesn't feel long. It doesn't show its doesn't feel its length but you did admit it slowed down about the halfway point it does slow down and about halfway through yes af- for me after the title <clears throat> song after panchitos shows up they sing three caballeros the movie really loses a lot of its steam it cr- mm-hmm. it relies much more heavily on filmed footage and less with the animation until you get the crazy <laughs> drug trip that is the finale of this film, Disney and I, I'll their tell drug you what, trips. You know, I tell you, I, I, I would, I would love. I hate to be armchair quarterback in here, but I would have loved it if that kept building and building and building and building to a point, and then the Akuna bird interrupting it and freezing it all to a halt, <laughs> and then. You, hey, we're trying to end the movie and just chasing him off into the <laughs> like just fade to black, chasing the thing away as he steals the end of the movie. Just have the movie fly off its rails. It does because seem weird it, that they didn't bring him back a third time. It really does. Yeah, but the the second half of this movie for me, I was disappointed because I enjoyed it so thoroughly up until Panchitos, the, the title song getting to him and then it just visiting each place and just seeing the live action musical number they didn't do it for me i was disappointed by it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i will yeah because because the like the whole uh like flying carpet or sorry the flying serape um <laughs> that they're that they're flying around in like i love that sequence because that's you know that's donald going down on the, the beach with all the women and chasing him around like that's <laughs> fun um, yeah i love watching him uh, uh, sexually assault women it's amazing <laughs> hey that's a beach full of women and they started it okay no that's please don't don't do not quote me for that i believe oh, hold on a minute uh, oh, jeff you're you're uh, still thinking uh, like 1940s jeff you well, can't, I can't think help like it, yeah. 1940s, Jeff. My problem Stop here is thinking. that I've been watching all these movies, and now I'm just thinking and talking like them as well. Hmm. That's all right. It's perfectly understandable. Right. You fall back into <laughs> 1940s, Jeff, when you watch a movie from the 40s. You know, you don't really want, you know, 1980s, Jeff, is just a lot of neon. 1970s, yeah, I'm looking to Jeff, is uh, 60s, hippie, <laughs> 60s hippie Jeff is what I'm looking for. Oh, man. He only comes out every once in a while. He's usually sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> no but like it's um i i did i i mean i will agree like the second half of it's a little slow and i do remember in, after having finished the movie um which also yet again another disney film that kind of just ended like just it, was, ends. it was just kind of going 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 and just oh we're done oh and the movie's over oh okay um but uh it was it, it I remember as a kid always fast-forwarding through, like I said, all the singing parts. And unfortunately, the last half of the film is mostly singing. So that might be why I enjoyed the first half so much and kind of forgot that the film <laughs> slowed down in the second half. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, as long as um, you didn't fast-forward through it this time. No, 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 no. I watched the whole thing. Because now as, now, as now as an adult, as an adult, adult I, I don't fast-forward the songs because, because I like, 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 okay. So quick tangent here. I like Evan and Costello. I like movies from this era, mm-hmm. um, the 30s and the 40s and the early 50s. And Evan and Costello, for a lot of their earlier films, just like the Three Stooges and the Marx Brothers, would all have songs 
mm-hmm. you know, in the you know, uh, sprinkled throughout. And I would always fast forward through them as a as a kid. But I've been watching rewatching them in the last like year or so. And I watch the songs and I go, I know half of these music, like these songs, like <laughs> they're songs that I actually have on my on my iPod. And like <laughs> I like this music. <laughs> so like I'm rediscovering that had I, or I, you know, I'm discovering that had I actually not been a normal child and <laughs> fast forwarded through them, I would have been exposed to this music so much sooner than I had been. Um, but no, anyway, sorry, I digress. No, that no, was no, no. A it's a, small actually, you, you've, you've kind of led me into an area that I wanted to discuss, which, and we've sort of stepped on this already, but the, the style of comedy from this movie dealing with a trio of vaudevillian slapsticky hyper animated oh, yeah. comedy is, is such an old era of comedy. You don't see this, you don't really see this style of animation happening anymore because a lot of, of modern day goofy animation, not, not goofy the dog, I mean, wacky animation <laughs> that you see on I Nickelodeon and I forgot that Goofy Network is a dog. And whatnot. Those, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's not a man, but uh, the, the modern comedy as weird as it can get is a lot more irony and meta and the visual gags that the old style of comedy was built upon. I don't feel like you really get that anymore in the current iteration of animated comedy. I could be wrong, but I don't know. How do you feel about that? That the, the differences in the era of comedy that we're looking at. I do agree. You don't seem to get a lot of that type of, um, storytelling uh or that that type of animation i don't know why i don't know if it's just because life has changed and what people find funny isn't funny to them anymore like it's it takes a certain type of audience to enjoy that type of slapstick or that type of uh physical humor Mm -hmm. um it's just i don't know that's a really good question and i'm just trying to think of an answer as you were telling me i knew where you were going with it it's it's and it's so hard to know it's i'm kind of just riffing off the top of my head because you you kind of set my mind in that track but a lot of the comedy we see now, both whether it's feature or animated for television or even online comedy uh, with YouTube videos and whatnot, it's more often than not that the, the comedy being represented, even if you look at like The Simpsons and The Family Guy, that can be done in another medium. That mm-hmm. the majority of animated comedy that exists now, you can do in another medium. It could be live action. It could be staged differently it's stuff like pixar i feel animates specifically to animation like finding nemo could not exist in any other medium it has to be it has to be animated and toy story you could you could say yeah you could you could potentially do some sort of live action with that in fact uh, the muppets have a christmas the christmas toy short um holiday film that's very much the story of toy story um, in a toy being replaced by a new toy but you look at three caballeros and the the and saludos amigos as well because it's it's hard not to group those two together a lot of the comedy that comes out of this era in the 40s and this older style of animation is specific to animation it's a hyper animated it's a hyper realized exaggerated style of that vaudeville comedy that's built on fast-paced visual gigs like the Marx Brothers or like Abbott and Costello's zinging uh, verbal sparring. 
Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. it's it's represented so nicely in something like Three Caballeros, particularly that first half with with Donald interacting with Joe and the way the narrator interacts with the flying burrow. I could be wrong, but I, <laughs> I'm having a hard time imagining or, or coming up with an idea of what modern day animation really utilizes that style. And I don't really think there is. I feel like if there, whenever any kind of film tries to go back, it doesn't even, I don't even think even animation, you could argue that there are live action films these days that will occasionally try to go back to uh, like an older style and no one wants to, no one watches them. They're not popular because I, it's just, it goes back into that whole, that's not what people like anymore. And unfortunately nobody wants to kind of like revive or revisit those old days because you know, if there's not a market for it, we're just going to lose money on a project. Nobody wants to take a chance yeah. and make an old-fashioned film like, or uh, an old-fashioned style. A family guy, Seth MacFarlane, has this deep affection for the Bob Hope era, the road picture shows that, that he oh, used yeah. to do with Bing Crosby. And that really shows in the Brian and Stewie episodes on the family guy Um yeah, but which which I will argue are the best episodes oh, of yeah, that show. I love every the, time yeah. every time it's <laughs> Stewie and Brian and it's a road to movie. Mm-hmm. I love those movie those episodes. But if if I can think really um SpongeBob which is still on the air after all these years. SpongeBob <laughs> <Holy> utilizes <laughs> some amazing animated techniques. Like you couldn't do SpongeBob another way. When they do those like really tight close-ups, that Ren and Stimpy, Ren and Stimpy gross-out close-ups, I love those. Like that's that's a very <laughs> visual gag. That's a very it, it comes from a different era of animation. Um, it's not necessarily that forty style of animation, but that's that's an example of a cartoon series that is still capitalizing on specifically animation, right? and and utilizing the animation to its benefit again like you said much like finding dory where it can only be made as an animated film or as a cg animated film Mm -hmm. like those little gags like the up close really grossly you know grotesque looking shots that's only good for that animation so they're utilizing that animation in a in a uniquely uniquely animated way yeah and it's and this is not a slight on other animations uh for example the uh, samurai jack which is having a revival coming soon um that uh, Jendi Tartakovsky and his team—they animate to mm-hmm. to a cinematic level, and they are taking full advantage of cinema and how they craft those cartoons, and that is brilliant. But in that realm, specifically towards comedy, it's something that I appreciate. That's why I have such a deep love for Looney Tunes and the Goofy cartoons, and mm-hmm. the first half of Three Caballeros. That 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 old era of visual animated comedy i just love it so much i still go to uh goofy shorts i have a whole i have like all the goofy shorts i have all the uh uh warner brothers shorts for like like i think it's like some like some 200 Mm -hmm. animated shorts (laughs) you know like i have all the daffy duck all the bugs bunny ones just because i love yeah i agree i'm in that same boat as you i love that type of um cartoon i love that type of storytelling uh i like to think that a lot of the comedy that i write kind of comes from that or is inspired by that yeah like the seeds Um, of your comedy were planted very young in stuff like this and stuff like 
you know, uh, Abbott and Costello and Looney Tunes and cartoon, you know, goofy cartoons. So <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird mix, really. Uh, just I don't understand why. Yeah, it's, but um, so it's it's odd. I had I don't know if it's odd or what, but um, or how you feel about it. But I had my least amount of notes ever for this movie. I I I am. I started um, not making fun of the movie, but I started just making ridiculous comments as my notes, and they're nothing really. Like my the fact that Donald's birthday is Friday the Thirteenth, I laughed at that. Uh, <laughs> I was like, of course it's Friday the Thirteenth because it's Donald. Yeah. But um, yeah, I really I did not have a lot of a lot of notes at all. I had no Disney theories. Um, there really wasn't. I guess we could bring this up real quick. Then mm-hmm. um, there wasn't really anything. Well, nothing inappropriate or s- nothing scary. Okay, for yeah. Kids. So, would you? I, okay, so someone who commented on this being their favorite, I did. It was either them or someone else who commented that they remember watching this in school. That that this is still used as, in Spanish classes. That uh, this is something that Spanish teachers will throw on to, and which we had said about Saludos Amigos that you could throw that in to kind of get the conversation going about Spanish culture, Mexican right, culture, right. South American culture. Uh, so it's it's yeah there's there's nothing I don't know if in a see I, I question the the crazy Donald chasing the girls <laughs> <laughs> that would be the one thing that I feel would be a little inappropriate for but the women oh, I guess, I they mean, seem to be enjoying I, it <laughs> yeah there's and they're not screaming and even if you're a kid I mean there is that there's that age where you start chasing girls mm-hmm. you know but you're, you're just like teasing them so <laughs> I think as a kid for me like personally for me I think the age that I watched these that's what I was doing like I was, I was chasing after girls just to make fun of them and to tease them. Oh, so I, I, I think I looked at Donald doing the same thing. I didn't. <laughs> as an adult, I sit here going, "My goodness, Donald, dude, oh. you, you need to, you need to calm down, bro. Rain it just in. Calm that's a, down. that's a sexual harassment lawsuit just waiting to happen. Uh, uh, I, I can, I can remember being in first grade and doing that uh, recess. You know, the girls chasing the boys, like yeah, cooties. And I can remember. Yep. Uh, yep. Being being captured by an army of girls and brought before their leader, and uh, my only escape, Jeff, the only way I could get away was I I lunged forward and I kissed her on the face and I ran away <laughs> as they were all grossed out by my cootie face. <laughs> yep, that was a fine moment in my young life. I feel like that. <laughs> didn't happen <laughs> what no that totally happened <laughs> not saying it was a good kiss i'm just saying it was a perfect defense so what you're saying is the next time i go out that's all that i need to do well no i'm just saying that if if you ever capture me just be prepared oh. for my escape plan i'm gonna i that's well now i know your escape plan no, don't don't do it oh. for it uh, forget everything wearing- i just said <laughs> <laughs> I will wear a hockey mask. So I guess that moves into the last section. TC, I'm going to break you. Where do you put this movie on your Darn list? You. Look at what I did. Uh, I beat you. I was going to try to get one more topic in there before you. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. That's, so, yeah. Just got to wake up early. On the, you know, Get earlier to wake day. Uh, pretty early <laughs> in the afternoon to pull one over on me. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. <laughs> um, where do I put this? I I really was enjoying this first half. I really liked the 
Flying Burrow. I really liked Donald's introduction, uh, Joe, the, the page of the penguin, but that latter half really dragged for me. And, oh man, I'm, it, it, it worked its way down and, This is great. This is great audio. Just hearing me think. That's why I'm, I'm I breathe a lot as I think. Just in audio form. If you ask me this question in real life, I'd just be rubbing my chin. But because we're recording, and because I'm killing time explaining this, <sighs> <laughs> the sound <sighs> of my fingers running through my beard. Ah, this is tough. It, it's it's tough because these movies aren't like like the 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 bottom few aren't. Four, five, six, seven with a bullet. Like these aren't just, they're very close to each other. So mm-hmm. I am going to put this as number seven, my bottom movie. Number seven. Wow. Yeah, wow. let's see. I feel bad saying it though, because like I love. I was going to buy that for your phone's ringtone, and uh, now I'm not going to. Okay, you know what? I think... <laughs> no, no, no. You said seven. No, I'm no. Not, it's I'm... okay. You can do it. You can do seven. Think about what's coming. You have you have other movies. <laughs> I doubt this is going to be the bottom of this list, TC. <laughs> I'm okay with it being number seven, if you are okay with it being number yeah, seven. Um, see, it's between that and Dumbo. All right, I'm going to commit to it. I'm making this my number seven. All right. Yep. We have a disagreement today as well, TC. <laughs> Our list is already different because you had put <clears throat> that is true. Saludos Amigos as your number six right now. Correct? Yep. Okay. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Um so I was doing some thinking. I was doing some thinking while watching this last night, because I always watch the movie the day beforehand, um, if I can, because I don't have time to watch it before we record. <laughs> and uh, I, I, I even watched a completely different film to put some space into it. <laughs> and then I thought about it again, just to make sure that I wasn't crazy. <laughs> and um, this is my number two. Whoa, big difference. Man, we are we yeah. are different sides of the board on this one. Wow. <laughs> now, I will say this. I completely agree with what you were saying. The second half of the movie does um does just drag on. I I I yes, I will agree with you on that. It does drag on. However, uh, when looking at the rest of the films on this list that we have already watched through, um, and <clears throat> well, a lot of my deciding factor comes from the fact that I do have such strong memories of this particular film which, from my which, childhood, which is perfectly fine. That nostalgia can can certainly and obviously plays a role in a lot of film. Uh, and, right. and the love for film, people have a deep affection for the weirdest things sometimes because they watched it at a formative point in their upbringing. Right. And like the, the, the fact that I sat here like mimicking and singing along and doing the actions <laughs> and moving, like moving around on my couch, like to the pieces of music, like I said, the flamingo thing. Mm-hmm. And like when, when, uh, when, the, when Joe and Donald have to get blown back up and Joe does the whole like weird, like little song where he's like showing up his sleeves and he takes his jacket off and he stops and he just flips his jacket. He puts it back on. And like when <laughs> Donald does it and it's off and Donald's like head comes out, his like left. Oh arm yeah. And, I forgot like, about that. Ends up coming naked. Like, <laughs> like I, I, I remembered every beat of that and like I was just giddy the entire time 
because of that, because of just how well done that opening is, because of my nostalgia for mm-hmm. the movie as a whole, whether I watched the second half or not as a kid, um, <laughs> and just the, my my personal enjoyment for it. I looked at the rest of the movies that we had watched so far, and I had realized that my me personally, I got the most I got more enjoyment out of this than I had Snow White and Bambi and Fantasia and Dumbo and Saluto. So it just it pushed it there. Pinocchio was fun and entertaining, Mm -hmm. you know, and I looking at it for a it was Pinocchio is is currently, in my opinion, for the best of the Disney traditional Disney films that we've watched so far of what we've watched so far. Yeah, and I'm still there with you. But this was the second because it wasn't a traditional Disney film, but it kept me easily as entertained. Yeah, you know what? I'm 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 gonna I'm going back on my no, nope, I'm going back. You I'm going back. You, I, I, you, it's not that you've convinced me. It's just that being it's really difficult to be put on the spot to make that decision. That's why I like throwing it at you first, so it gives me time to think. I'm gonna make well, it. See, that's why I threw it at you first this time was to make you do it for a change. Have, having time to think about it, I actually do enjoy it more than Saludos Amigos. I'm gonna make it my number five. Okay, it's number your five. Yeah. Okay. okay, we're still very different, folks. This, this is, is we still have a nice different list actually, because this is this is like me putting that as number two. That's bumping all of my movies bum, down. Bum, bum, so, bum, bum. yeah. So now we are only in agreement with one film, <laughs> with just the number one movie, which is with the only the one that one matters movie. when you think about it. <laughs> so now you that is true. You had skipped over. Uh, you said you didn't think of, didn't find any theories. I actually did find a theory, and it's oh, beautiful. It's not great. It's not a good one. Oh, hey, bring it up. But bring it up. I'm I'm all for them. Now, it's oftentimes fan theories really dig a little too deep, or really, um, it's um, they make exceptions, or they they look at stuff that you have to you have to consider the era that it came out in. Mm-hmm. When developing a theory. So this theory is a very modern perception of the events of the film. And therefore, mm-hmm. I do not put any um, weight. I don't put any weight behind this. I don't I'm not giving this too much credit because it feels okay. it feels like a big stretch. How, so the the idea is and now I know this is a family show, but we are going to be discussing sexuality. Ooh. So, oh, I know what you're talking for, about. For those for those <laughs> with uh, little ones who might be listening, this might be a confusing topic and therefore might not be something that you want them to hear. So you can feel free to skip ahead a couple minutes. But uh, with that with that uh, a warning. <laughs> all right. Now the kids are all gone. Yeah. Welcome parents to so this part of the show. No. <laughs> a, a theory I found online was that this movie represents Donald's struggle with his sexuality. <laughs> And, you know, and I did stumble across that. I I, I thought I yeah. saw that article somewhere. In that he okay. he receives these gifts from Joe, and Joe sings a song to him, um, about love. <laughs> and right, right. later, when he meets um, uh, Panchitos, he and the freakout section session at the end when he keeps trying to kiss the pretty girls, they keep turning into Joe and Panchitos and he keeps capturing girls and they turn into the guys and it's this so the idea is that this is some sort of coy study of Donald who who very well might be into dudes instead of girls like he claims to be 
Right. Which, because at this point, they had already introduced Daisy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Daisy Duck had already been established as Donald's girlfriend, but mm-hmm. they had not put her into these movies because one of the one of the things, the reason why they didn't do that was actually because they thought it wouldn't be right if people saw or knew of Daisy. And then they saw Donald just chasing after every woman possible. <laughs> they might have. They, they actually thought that would be a sign of infidelity. He needs to be um, monogamous to his exactly. Daisy Duck. <laughs> Uh, but that, the, that's an interesting theory. There, there's even a point it's, when Donald is morphing that he morphs into a woman, Donald Duck, not a Daisy Duck, but right. he gets the shapes of the curves of a of a pretty lady. Um, the very strong curves of a pretty lady. <laughs> Donald was well endowed. Let's, I let's guess. pump like, the brakes there, Jeff. You're talking about I'm a cartoon trying, duck. Jeez. I'm trying to be careful. But that, so then Pedro the Penguin is a is a penguin who's f- surrounded by all the pe- all the the like the uh, the similar in appearance people or it's black and white. You're all everyone's a penguin and he dreams of being elsewhere like someone who doesn't belong and the the flying burrow is a freak of nature who is accepted by by one individual while everyone shuns him away so again i will say sometimes interesting this is stretching <laughs> all right you know what but here's the thing i it, it's a theory and that's exactly kind of what i expected this section to become mm-hmm. on this show because not all the theories are going to just be like oh yeah it's the uh, they're connected because of this character i knew there was going to be some of these that are just that's a stretch of yeah, a theory yeah, yeah. but I, it's I, a theory it totally works i, I'm I work okay under the that. mindset that sometimes an apple is just an apple yes exactly uh, <laughs> but you know what if we went with this theory that it's all about um just one more th- one more comment on it then we'll we'll end it that's fine uh, end the conversation <laughs> um but but you know i guess looking into it looking at what they're what they're saying there it does go it does play into the idea that every time donald goes and chases after a woman mm-hmm. the two male characters pull him away from them mm-hmm. and yeah, won't yeah. let him go after a woman it's almost like they're like like it's almost like he can't be with somebody of the opposite sex he has to be with the guys now and like like that's it. i guess that that can play it's into gay propaganda jeff <laughs> only 60 years before anyone would care um Ah, it's so stupid, though. It is so not gay propaganda. No, 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 no. I, I, again, I, I, like I said, I don't think this is a very strong theory. I get it. No. And I can see it's the... It's an intriguing one. Yeah, I can I, see it. I can see the arg- the argument to be had, but no, I, unfortunately, you're not going to win this debate, Internet. Not this time. Nope. Donald is just... We're, we're still in the adult section. Yeah. Donald is just very mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. for women. So <laughs> he's very hot for them. Hot, hot under the collar. Hot. The, the one piece of clothing that he still wears. So, uh, <laughs> oh boy. But interesting theory. Well, I'm glad you brought that up. I'm glad you had a theory for this one because uh, I didn't even think about that. Uh, <laughs> didn't at all. Uh, I also did not have any Disney tropes or first for this episode, just mostly because we kind of uh, Joe was already a character. We'd already kind of seen a lot of the stuff in this one. This really is Salutus Amigos part two. It really is. Right. With, um, uh, but, you know, not being a sequel in any means, there's no reason you'd right. have to watch one or the over the other. Yes, and that did come up. We did mention that last week, did we not? Like we were talking, like there at the very end, we were talking uh, about whether or not this would be considered a sequel. Right. So I, 
and it needed I needed to rewatch it to determine if or if it was in right. fact a sequel or a standalone <clears throat> film and it it's a companion piece and the only element that carries over is the introduction of Joe and Saludos Amigos and Donald knowing who Joe is in right. Three Caballeros. Yep. Otherwise, yeah, just like you said, there's you don't need to watch Saludos Amigos in order to understand this one. Um, you might get a little bit more out of it because you can see what they were, you know, you can you go from one to the other and you're like, oh, okay, yeah, they're just they're continuing that that the theme of South America. Mm-hmm. That's it. There's no other. Yeah, there really is. It's not like Saludos Amigos ends with Donald being like, well, I'm going to go home because it's my birthday tomorrow. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye. And then like, Pick it up this right starts there. <laughs> with, yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm going the Back to the Future route of sequels, where it's literally the moment <laughs> the last one ended is where the next one picks up. <laughs> That's already playing. Uh, if you haven't noticed, I'm playing the Back to the Future score underneath this entire... No, I'm, I'm, I'm not doing that. Um, hey, the, ba- <clears throat> the Back to the Future score can be used for any occasion, Jeff, all right? This is true. Like, if you're... It will you're, be my wedding theme. You're, 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 yeah, like, you're, you're, uh, <laughs> like, when you're working and uh, the shift is... <laughs> almost over you're looking at the clock and it's like right right yeah or or if you're totally if you you uh are disappointed in something you can slow the music down it works muted trumpet version from part three it works for everything jeff the back to the future song is perfect for every occasion and welcome back to TC and Jeff dissect movie scores for every occasion <laughs> on NPR. Uh, sir, <laughs> I'd listen to that show. Anyways, I uh, would so, too. <laughs> <laughs> so, was there any other last comments or any thoughts you had regarding this film, TC? You like the movie generally? Yeah, uh, enough that I bumped it up my list after dropping to the bottom. <laughs> that is very true. Um, I was okay with it, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I was. It was just okay um <clears throat> no i this was fun this one was a lot yeah. of fun to kind of revisit and kind of kind of remember those moments having those moments of just being like yes i remember this one i remember this part i like that was just so exciting for me and uh oh one last thing i can't forget to talk about this really quick mentioning we don't really need to um <clears throat> go far into this mm-hmm. but uh, mm-hmm. it had um uh it had uh oh, what was her name aurora miranda in it um who is the sister of uh oh my goodness oh i got her name you should have had this worked out before you started i i did and the name spaced out on me at the last uh, carmen miranda sorry carmen miranda Ah, for those of anybody who knows the old school uh carmen miranda was like was very much so like a dancer like a a mexican dancer mexican spanish hmm South, yeah, I don't remember. Actually, Latin American. No, no, just Latin. Just Latin. <laughs> just Latin. Latin land dancer uh, who always used to have like uh, fruit and vegetable. Like she always had like these uh, very elaborate headdresses. But it's her <laughs> sister that's in this one, actually. So uh, I know Carmen Miranda from a lot of different. She was in a lot of movies and TV shows mm-hmm. and stuff like that back in the day. So, um, but uh, yeah, sorry. That was that was. I was going to bring that up. I wanted to bring it up earlier, and now it's just like, yeah, well, she's mm-hmm. a she's a an icon of the era. So it's, of the era, yeah. definitely. If you watch any old school like um, Looney Tunes cartoons, whenever they made fun of celebrities <laughs> she'd in any be of those in shorts, <laughs> she was always in it. Yeah, she was yeah. one of them. So, <laughs> but anyways, I digress. That was the last thing I wanted to bring up, just because okay. I wanted to point it out before we moved on and had somebody in the comments section point out that we didn't <laughs> point it out. So. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, that's all right. That's well, fine. Next week we have. Mm-hmm. One, I'm looking forward to this one because this one I actually have some good memories of. Somehow, I don't know where in my childhood <laughs> I saw bits of this movie because good luck trying to find this. Uh, yeah, it, I, it was a it was a feat for me to try yeah. to find it myself, so, and I have sources. Make mine music is the next one. Nineteen forty six. Make mine music. It's another anthology collection, uh, similar to what we've been seeing these package films, as we call them. Uh, but this one has some fun stuff. And have you ever seen Make Mine Music, Jeff? I have never seen this. I, oh, I'm, okay. I'm going to say this right now. I have I have absolutely no memory of ever seeing this movie or even hearing of it. But I'm curious to watch it to see if I recognize anything from it. Yep. You know, like maybe I have seen something from this and I just never knew it was from this movie. I think you know? I think you will be surprised. <clears throat> uh, for those who may want to watch this. You can find it on YouTube, the whole thing. Interesting. The, the, the trick will be, though, for people to put videos like this up on YouTube, they have to either speed them up or slow them down. So oh. <laughs> keep, please bear that in mind. If you, if you can't find a good copy of Make Mine Music, if you don't have any way of finding it, you can go to YouTube to watch it. It will be sped up or slowed down. So please take that into account when you're watching it. All right. All right. Good um, to know. Yeah. Good to know. So Thank you for that piece of just, advice. Just a little, uh, little fun tidbit there. <laughs> We're not going to tell you where to find it or anything like that. We just told, we just told you YouTube. We didn't give you a direct URL. Go right. to YouTube.com slash user slash. No, I'm excited to watch this one. Yeah, because I, I don't I don't. I have no idea what this one is. It, obviously, it's another. Um, it looks like it's another one of those package films like we've been seeing, like Saludos Amigos and now that sort of thing, mm-hmm. uh, or it's like a bunch of shorts. But yeah, that's, there's. I mean, this is just me looking through it right there's now. There's about a dozen short films in this one, and I'm, I'm really excited because yeah. So uh, come back again next week. Uh, All right. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic. Well, uh, as TC always says, since you said that you said the movie, I will say TC's part because that's what we're doing this week. It's all a flip flopper reversal. I did it earlier with the asking you first. Um, thanks again for leaving all the comments on the Facebook and tweeting us. Oh, do we have any notes, any comments from anybody? Uh, did I, you have anything? That- nothing. I didn't get any tweets this week, so um, okay. nothing to mention. I don't think Three Caballeros was really a movie that many people wanted to talk about because <laughs> I don't think anybody really knew about it. So Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, anyways, uh, please continue to leave the comments and, the, and any questions you might have you can go ahead and uh tweet both of us or what is it twitter twitter tweet twitter pate twitter pate twitter pate twitter bird that's not the word no. at all twitter pate uh <laughs> you can twitter pate tc over at tc's big head and me at random bell uh go ahead and leave us any questions or comments you might want us to read on future episodes of the show um usually about the movie that we're going to watch or you know if it's just even a comment i guess we can we can obey. If it's, we can obey if it's apt, those, we'll so. get to it. <laughs> if it's apt, if it's apt, pupil. Um, if it's a, if it's about a Stephen King book, mm-hmm, that'd be mm-hmm, great. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, yes. Only <laughs> about that, though. That Only about that. Only about that. That's right. <laughs> but uh, until then, you guys can find us on facebook.com slash Top Shelf Pod. That is the official Facebook home for the website. Otherwise, ghosthat.net uh, is where the show lives and resides. You can list there. You can also listen to us on iTunes and on Amazon Play and on Stitcher. Um, and pretty much you can just just Google us if you if you're listening to us now. Fantastic, thank you. Thank you. Uh, continue, yeah, please, because yeah. uh, we we love you guys listening. 
Um, <laughs> we love knowing people are listening. Mm-hmm. We listen to our show. Validate like us. People listen. <laughs> we require your love. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's all. That's all I got for this week. Well, yeah, so, uh, quick thank you to everyone for sharing as well. I see that that's the podcast has been getting around. Uh, but for those of you who may not know, there was a little bonus video that we put up this week from last <laughs> yes. week's episode. Which had uh, we had a little extra conversation <laughs> that I felt obligated to do a little video for, and maybe we'll do something like that again in the future. Just a little something extra for you listeners out there. Yep, we definitely won't do it every single episode. It just kind of depends upon if something happens, yeah, basically. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yes, TC, sent, you sent me that thing. I was so happy <laughs> when I watched that, and I knew what the audio was. Yep, yep. <laughs> I was still happy. <laughs> I'm glad that. you liked it. I had fun making it. <laughs> I I enjoyed it, and I hope all you guys do too. We posted it on the Facebook page, so if you're listening to this but you don't know about the Facebook page, go over to the Facebook page and watch the video there. It's it's, it's fantastic. <laughs> Validate TC's hard work, yes. please, guys. Um, <laughs> he needs it. So, all right. Well, with that, everybody, um, I got I, I got nothing. So, TC, go ahead and sign us off if you shall. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening, and stay random. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, you see, it sounds better when you say it. When I say it, it's just like, what do you, what, what's, what's that? I don't get it. You're, you're being weird. <laughs> and until next time, we'll be right here. Aha. See. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. <laughs> I think that might be our real sign off. <laughs> <laughs> just we, goodbye. We, 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 tr- we attempt our sign off. We babble about it for a good 15 to 30 seconds, and then I just cut us off by shouting, Bye, everybody! (laughs) I like this sign-off. This has been a production of Ghost Hat Media, proud member of the Ghost Hat Network. Find them online at (laughs) www.ghosthat.net. I like the ending.